Welcome back to Garage Beer Shenanigans, episode number 16. We have a special guest, friend of the pod, Howdy. Dallas from Dallas, one of our biggest supporters, marketer, up for knighthood in different countries, um, came up with the part of the design for the Garage Beer Shenanigans sticker. Cowboys season ticket holder, current and reigning fantasy football champion, and also unemployed. Also unemployed. Yeah, this is Kyle H, too. I'm here. I know. Kyle? I know I'm here. In the studio. Just making some TikToks. Producer in the studio, whooping up some potatoes in the kitchen. Cooking. Um... Just super excited for this episode here. This with, is a special yeah. edition. This is couch beer shenanigans because it's 90 degrees outside and I don't have air conditioning in my garage. Yeah. So couch beer shenanigans for this evening. We need to uh, hook that, that unit up in mm-hmm. the garage. Hey, I mean, sipping on some yangling. It's like a, it's like a, a reunion here from the last time I was here. I, I popped in. and Yes, that was episode two or three. I think it was three or no, it was, it two. was two. I think it was episode two. Yeah. yeah. So things have changed since then. Yeah. We we're checking out the mics. Correct. And you, it was your surpri- surprise birthday party. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The night that the producer tore her ACL. Yeah. The night producer tore her ACL. I know. What man. a time. So we got a, this was our <laughs> kind of a, like a last minute podcast. Because our guest for this week canceled on us. That was supposed to be tomorrow. Dallas being in town, we did want to link with him, hang out with him. So this here we a, are. This is our hangout here we are. So yeah. what's been going on since you've been home this time? Uh, came under sad circumstances. My uh, stepmom's mother was in the hospital, so I rode up with her. Because we're ending up taking their dog back to Texas. Um, they can't care for her anymore, so we'll have three dogs now. Um, but yeah, uh, she actually ended up passing yesterday, so that's sad. We got the sorry services. to hear that. Very Condolences. sorry. Thank you. Thank Very you. sorry. We got uh, the services on Saturday, and I'll be flying back to Texas Sunday. Okay. That is that is very sad. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but that's one of the inevitables in life, right? Yep. Yes, it is. We could have a whole episode on that. Because just life and my outlook on life and death is spotty at times. Being born and then dying. So from what I understand, you have a little bit of a nickname. Rumor is people call you Punani Dasani. Oh, a time or two. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, are we talking about the song WAP? By Cardi oh, B. Oh, WAP. Cardi B. What is that? What is WAP? Explain. I've heard it's Break a wet that ass pussy. Wet ass pussy. Let's yeah. analyze I this. I did not know that. Wet ass pussy. Right now. Oh. I'd never heard that song. So you just came up with Punani Dasani on, off the top. Oh, I mean, it's just rhythm. Yeah. I'm... Simple rhythm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. No, actually, uh, I had just gotten done cutting God's grass this afternoon. Shout out. And, uh, Turned on WAP by Cardi B because why not? I had to drive home, listen to some tunes. There was a lyric that captivated me. Punani Dasani. 
Mm. So that gave me some motivation for this episode to break down some lyrics from the song. My line is Punani Dasani. Kyle? So, uh, yeah, I just learned about this about 15 minutes ago. And, of course, I had to talk about the gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me. That's my favorite lyric. And catchy. What, it's very catchy. Um, it rolls right off the tongue. You know, I I just love it. it it's it's a beautiful lyric. It, it really hits home hard to me, and my heart beats heavily for it. Dallas, what's your lyric? Honestly, I don't know that I have one. The whole song is just something else, to, to put it uh, one There's way. There's a lot of lyrics to choose from, too. Yeah, I mean... There are. It is a very raunchy song. <laughs> it really is. It, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was actually thinking about the, the spit in my mouth part, though. Mm. Spit yeah. in my mouth and look in my eyes. I think I got to do that sometime. You haven't done that yet? No, never. Neither, neither have I. I need to start. <laughs> uh, certified freak. Seven days, days a week. week. Man. Yeah, mine's Punani Dasani because she's trying to alliterate that her vagina is, what, like water, I guess? I was thinking maybe the, the quality of Dasani, but, but Dasani's yeah. not a very high quality water. Yeah, right. Dasani's probably like the seventh water bottle out, or the seventh I mean, I'll take it over Aquafina or anything like that, but... I'll uh, take Aquafina over it. I mean, it's no Voss or... Smart water. Core water. Yeah. Something like that. No, it doesn't have have electrolytes and minerals added. Voss is actually pretty solid. Yeah. It's a good water. Yeah. Fiji water's pretty damn good, too. You guys ever do that test, a scientific test on the water to see what the pH scale is? Yeah, I remember doing Uh, that in in middle school. In middle school? Yeah. Because you're supposed to have it... It's supposed to be... uh, Neutral, or like or just alkaline. above seven. It's supposed to be alkaline, like a little bit, yeah. Like just like a like a eight or something like that. Yeah, you don't want it to be. You, you don't, don't want to be acidic. No, you don't want your water to be acidic. You want it to be alkaline or basic, as yeah. you would say. I learned it all from TikTok. Yeah. Science never taught me anything. TikTok teaches me a lot. Yeah, I've been seeing people on TikTok with those little uh, water things on their counter. Uh, mm. The reverse osmosis thing? It's it's similar, but it uh, alkalines your water a little bit. Oh. Yeah, Joe Rogan's a big alkaline guy. Yeah. yeah. Big time. I mean, he's a big health nut so in general. The producer hit me with a little nugget here. Ooh. Yeah? Like a little breakdown of Punani Dasani. Okay. Oh. So Punani is a Jamaican Creole slang for vagina. Yeah. Ah. I, which I knew... That, but I didn't know it was a Jamaican thing. Yeah, I didn't know it was a Jamaican thing. Dasani is a brand of bottled water. Mm -hmm. So it says here, this could be rephrased as, my vagina is as wet as a bottle of water. So basically kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty wet, wet wet-ass pussy. I'm glad she's not talking about the quality. Uh, Yeah. Right. (laughs) Which, judging Cardi B just from what I know, what I've heard, seen on the television... It's at least spring water. Uh, Didn't know that. I can't imagine that it's super quality. Probably got a little mileage on it. Yeah, I mean, for kinda, sure. Kind of alarming that they put that on TV, but... Retired stripper. <sighs> you, made, you made yourself say it. She is retired. I mean, she, look what she's doing now. I mean, 
She's like gotta a, make a living somehow. Entrepreneur now or some shit. Anybody can do anything. But yeah, yeah, when you're getting freaking hundred dollar bills thrown in your face every second, you better be an yeah. entrepreneur. That actually makes me think. I watched uh, the movie Flamin' Hot last night about how the Flamin' Hot Cheetos were created. Yeah, what's that on? I've seen that. It's on Hulu. Okay. Oh, I didn't get Hulu. Is it worth watching? It was good. Should I watch it? I mean, it was inspirational for sure. Um, if you're in that kind of mood, I, big, I watched the whole thing. Big flaming hot house. Yeah, summer house, big flaming hot flavored house. Yep, uh, love flaming hots. But yeah, no, there was a line at the end uh, that kind of stuck with me, and it was like, "Not just you're not just a janitor, you're not just a, uh, a flight attendant or what have you. You know, you can always be more than that." Um, because the guy who ended up creating uh, Flamin' Hots and becoming the multicultural marketing director was originally a, just a janitor there. Didn't have a high school degree or anything like that. Just some Mexican kid who... Yeah, and your Punani's not always Dasani. Yeah, you know I mean? It's another thing you gotta always think about. Correct. Yeah, you do. Because sometimes them flaming hot Cheetos, you know, sheesh, Punani Dasani, but that make it a little acidic. It's yeah. gotta. I don't think that's yeah. That's nothing. Whenever I whenever I see flaming hots, I think God will me swallow drip down the side of me. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord help me. Yes. I depending <sighs> on what it is. I I mean like the popcorn, Cheetos, fries. I'm actually. Uh, this might not be a hot take, but. I'm a bigger fan of the cheddar jalapeno Cheetos than the flaming hot Cheetos. I'm a Chester's hot fries guy. There's Chester's puff corn right there. Yes, the the cheddar right let's, jalapeno let's, just let's, came out, didn't it? Let's pop this bad boy. That's, actually, I remember the first time I had it. Let's and pop it was this in high bad school. boy. Let's so get a let's get was, a taste. Ooh. Have you had either any of you had this? Yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna pass. I'm not gobbling swallowing or something. Kyle's not a spicy food guy. Not a spicy guy. Let me. Uh, I've learned to love it living in Texas. The spicy foods. Robert, let me eat one of those and spit in your mouth. (laughs) And look at my eyes. Mm -hmm. Can I get this on video? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good TikTok motivator. Cracking open some uh, Chester's Puff Corn Flaming Hot. It is. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna throw that on there. Uh, You guys are pretty solid taste right now. Uh huh. Not too hot. Thoughts, producer? I actually like them a lot. So, uh, yeah. You got the Chester's. You guys are you guys are snacking pretty hard. Yeah, waiting for that. Always spit always, in the mouth and staring his eyes. Mm-hmm. Always snacking. Uh, definitely not gobbling, swallowing, and dripping down the side of me. But that Punani Dasani. Yeah. You know pretty what I'm pretty Dasani. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my head is always just full of lyrics anyways mm-hmm. it is literally we were just sitting here and you're like i gotta jot a couple things down yeah mm. and that's what made me write them the, i opened my book and i jot yeah the j cole a lot lyrics to, to, i had i always have something that's like in my head that fits to whatever's going on some type of encounter or whatever <laughs> but uh let's get talking about you all right yeah this, this is, is this is your pod this is this is Dallas L's pod episode pod. What do we want to know? There's quite a few things that we want to know. I want to know what it's like being the current and reigning 
fantasy football champion? Ooh, that's a good question. Well, I'll say it's not. I know what it's like (laughs) being a two-time back-to-back champion myself. Yeah. But it's been a couple years. Yeah. Um, It has been a couple years because Donnie took that from you last year. Yes. And then. uh, I don't think we played in the championship, though. I think. No, I don't remember how the I think it was you. Went like. da- it was you, Dallas, and, and Donnie. I think that played. It was either me or Tristan. I think it was Tristan. I think it was Tristan. Um, it feels good though. I, I love our trophy. Uh, yes. Yet to find it at home, in mine. Um, but you can't beat the gold helmet with the signatures on it. Oh, no. Yeah, pretty cool. It is really cool. I'm, it I'm eliminated really... the need for us to buy, like, a belt or, like, an actual physical trophy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which you got that helmet from playing football. a certain school. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe they gave you that helmet. I actually bought it off somebody. Oh. It was actually somebody else's helmet. They quit playing football. I bought it off them and used it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. No, it's a, it was a very original idea you had. Um, I'm still thinking about buying it a case. Yeah, uh, but yeah, traveling it. with that thing was uh, a son of a bitch. I had to take it on a flight, and I barely had any room. I had to, to leave some stuff behind. That's but hilarious. It fit in the suitcase. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm glad you you put that like that was your priority. It was getting that thing. Oh hell with yeah, you. You have to. That's awesome. My opinion on like the last two champions is that it's good for a league to have different champions every year. Yeah. It keeps it interesting. It doesn't make it so it seems like it's fixed or whatever people say, which, I mean, fantasy football, as we know, is literally a toss-up. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be guys that break out the season that you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Same with every season. Yeah, you, know? you can you can always draft super well with your first two rounds. And then but if it's you, like your late rounds that are going to be deal breakers. If you pick up an RB, like a definitive RB one and a definitive wide receiver one. Yeah. You could think you have the best roster in the league, though, because you get Michael Thomas on the turn yeah. there two years ago. And the man hasn't played football since, really. No. Uh, but he was a great receiver three years ago. He was. He had tons of fantasy. Won me my production. first championship. Yeah, fantasy's hard. I will say it that. is hard. I'm still trying to learn. Here, here's something for the group that I have a question about. Um, since Ooh. we're all in the uh, the league, yeah. Uh, me show me them TDs. Me <laughs> show me down them. the side of me. <laughs> yeah. Show me them TDs. What's up, Bella? Bella's up here on the ottoman here. Um, friend of the pod, Bella. Bella. Very friendly. Uh, but. So we we opened up the league, what was it, 2018? Yes. Um, and we had a winner that year that we didn't have a trophy for at the time. Do we allow them, being Tristan, to sign the helmet? Yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I was thinking, he has to sign it. I was thinking that he would have anyways. Yeah. Or if like if he wins again, if he wants to sign, put his team name here, whatever mm-hmm. years that he's won, whatever. Yeah, I don't see why not. That gives him the right. I mean, he's won it. Fair enough. I like it. It would be. I mean, he won. Yeah. Especially the he's the inaugural champ. Right. So, the inaugural champ. Even though he left for a year, but he ended up coming back, so it's all good. Fantasy football is tough. I mean, my brother-in-law is like a supposed fantasy football guru. And hasn't played in like four or five years. Really? So well, he has to be a. Guru. But he's a. But he's a big he, fan dueler. On he can gambler definitely. On 
Yeah, he can definitely gamble for you. Yeah. He's, he's got a big sports fan. that blazer blood to be able to sports gamble, apparently. Yeah. Sheesh. It is. It's luck. Yeah. I don't I don't know. They they strategic strategize and they come up with stuff. Gamble like bets that I don't even understand. Like I'm just gonna go money lines and producer will be like yeah, I bet the spread in a European soccer game and it hit <laughs> because I read something on this and I'm just like, all right. 10-4. Okay. So Dallas, you are a big Dallas Cowboy fan. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Born and raised. So is it because your name is Dallas? Uh, that's why I was named Dallas, actually. Well, that's hardcore. Like that. that is uh, hardcore. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's my middle name, but... Um, always been called it, never, never gone by my first name, but, uh, being born in 94, apparently I'm named after the Cowboys and Michael Jordan. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause you're, yeah, your middle name. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty fitting for that era. That's, yeah. that's very, absolutely. very nice. They were both on top of the world at the time. Yeah. You know, the sports world anyways, but. So has Dallas been back? The Cowboys? Is that yeah, give, us, give us the state of the Cowboys. I think that while their draft picks were very unsexy, uh, I think it made the team better. They drafted their needs. Strategic um, draft picks. Well, you yeah. always get Yeah, you should draft your Well, needs. so whenever they drafted C.D. Lamb, I was a little pissed. Um, Imagine. Where? They got him at 17. Yeah. And I was like, well, our defense is garbage. Uh which it was, yeah. <laughs> it was garbage until Dan Quinn stepped in. Then we drafted Micah Parsons. Oh, Parsons is a fucking beast. We've had some some standout yeah, Micah guys. Micah Parsons is like a like, he's a generational. Yeah, he's yeah he's a Mike Trout of yeah of the NFL. He's gonna be, a, he's he's a, gonna be around a while. Star power. Yeah, I mean he. Might. I don't know about be around a while because the expiration date on football football players is rapid. Yeah, but we still have Demarcus Lawrence. D-Law out there, you know, he's been playing at a high level for a lot of years now. Miles, um, Miles Garrett. Yeah. Um, but uh, It does take a toll on your body, though. I, they're trying to make, you know, things better for these players, but to be honest. I, I feel like it is better now. It is. It's ten times better sure. five years ago. People was... think that it's quarterback-driven, all of the rules changes, but I feel like it's a longevity thing for everybody. Yeah. Mm. So one good question for you. Um, I stole this one off of ESPN, which I thought it was a good one, was uh, what can Dak do this season to shut up all these haters? What What do you think he'll do? I honestly look at him, and I think he might be kind of a dark horse. Yeah. Uh, there's a few players this year that, you know, I think might actually have a, a true comeback season and, and take the next step in their career. Uh, I think he's one of them. Um, another Derek Carr. But, uh, I, I I mean, he's got to win more playoff games is what he's got to do. Yeah. Derek uh, Carr's done. You think so? Yeah. You don't think he'll have any success in NOLA? Kirk is going to be tough this year. You think so? This is, is going to be the first year that I'm riding with Kirk since the Vikings signed Kirk. I think this will be Justin Jefferson's best year. Which is crazy because he's not had a bad year. Yeah. No, he definitely hasn't had a bad year. And then that Jordan Addison's going to be problem yeah uh, alexander madison's gonna be good yeah i hated to see dalvin go yeah but yeah business is business let's, he understands they understand let's uh let's talk Four about ways. this all right there's there's dalvin cook 
Alvin Kamara, Miles Gaffert, not Alvin Kamara, uh, Dalvin Cook, um, uh, talking about Kareem agents? Hunt, yeah, Zeke, Zeke, uh, you got Kareem Hunt's a free agent. I did not yeah. know that. Kareem Hunt's a free agent. You got so those are hmm. three really solid running backs. So it, and it kind of makes me think that the outlook on running backs is changing in the league. Nobody wants to pay him. Zeke had a hundred million dollar contract. Changing. I feel contract. like. Todd Gurley was where we started to see the nobody wants to pay running backs anymore. Yeah. Todd Gurley's done. Yeah. He's golfing now. But, like, Derrick Henry's going to get paid. Well, yeah. Well, Henry's he's also he's generational, too. He's, he's, a, different. he's different. He's built that's different. A, that's a defensive end. He wasn't for the first four years, five years of his career, though. Yeah, I mean, he was formidable. He was still producing. He yeah, he was, still he was big, but he didn't have a... 1500 yards yard season in these last was five years yeah and- so if i was a team like the texans or somebody like that i'd be i'd have my checkbook out ready to pay one of those three and if i had to choose between between one of the three my answer might surprise you all It'd probably be i know who i'd pick kareem, kareem hunt that's yeah because he's he's such a dual threat he also had limited usage in the last three years yeah, so his he's miles been- are low I right mean, there with was, Nick Chubb. I mean, Nick Chubb's been doing all the work, really. But and they're saying something he about play that whole season. The Chiefs let him go. Yeah, they were saying something about Nick Chubb not even being super relevant this year. Did the Browns draft That's, somebody recently last year too, or sign somebody recently? No, other than they're putting all their eggs in the Deshaun basket. I guess they have to. They paid him. <laughs> however many Max hundreds contract, of millions. Basically. It's crazy. And he's still time. not scot free. Yeah, I mean, and he played, like, dog shit last year. Yeah, which is that a learning curve, getting back into it. The NFL's tough. Professional sports as a whole, professional sports leagues are at, at a, as a whole are tough, especially if you take time off because you need reps. Yeah. And there's no reps that you could take in the backyard or a training facility that are going to be game reps. Right. Game reps are so different. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, you're are. basically playing practice squads all minicamp, right? So, and even, even once you get into preseason, you're playing <sighs> – you're playing three games against backups. Well, you, you might play the starting. You're defense, paying. You're playing, but five series. Yeah, you're against all, backups. Right, maybe five series. Yeah, you're you're only playing a few series, so your your game speed is limited, uh, and that's I think the biggest thing is you got to have those game speed reps. Um, but I still don't know if I see him being the Deshaun we saw in Houston. Well, no. I use ChatGPT a lot. Been helping it, or I've been using it to help me uh, niche down. Um, thinking about starting a business here. As Robert mentioned, I'm unemployed. So, uh, ooh. Yeah, I ended up And this is where I wanted to go with this, because you have things on deck. So I wanted to get into your ideas and how it's helping Garage Beer Shenanigans. Yes. Or how it could help God's Christian against our plans going forward. Yeah. Um, I mean, AI, it's just, it's an unexplored world right now, right? And Very unexplored. Yeah. Um, I've been messing with chat GPT a lot. Like I was saying, it's it's been helping me to niche down and really start a business plan because I don't think I want to go back and work for somebody and make somebody else's dreams come true. I want to make my own come true. I, 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 uh, I'm very big on time freedom and working a nine to five 
I obviously have never felt like I had that. I worked customer service my whole career um, in the finance industry, licensed stockbroker and everything like that. And the whole thing, they track every number. They, you know, they're looking at your adherence and making sure you're where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be, and that you're not uh, out of adherence or or uh, going away from your schedule doing other things so they're a monitor production from each employee company oh yeah can you speak out on the company that you left um i'll talk about where i worked uh and i'll talk about my experience but um there's nothing about the company that i'd like to say that's that's uh that's bad about the company because i loved the company it's good to be honest um most I, people don't know because they haven't worked that side of said company. Yeah. They only uh, know it from the app. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I, I worked at Robinhood. Um, many people have had bad experiences with that and, and working in customer service, you know, I had to be the forefront of handling their issues. Um, I was right there, you know, dealing with all the GME stuff that happened in 2021 and, uh, that wasn't fun. Um, had many emails with brutally gruesome uh, hate language, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, GME meaning the GameStop. Yeah, yeah. GameStop thing. stock, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whenever the, the short squeeze happened. Yeah. And, you know, that was tough to deal with. Um, and other than, than that, I mean, there, there's just people argue about their money all the time, right? I mean... I can't blame them, but it's not fun to deal with. But back on why I left, uh, I actually got a message from my manager the Thursday before I quit. And he was asking me where I was during these particular times of the day. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it, you know, like I was tired of what I was doing. And I would take every chance I could to stop talking on the phone with customers, chatting with customers. And whenever, whenever Easter hit and Easter was here, I remember being there and everybody's asking, you know, how's work? Easter's on a Sunday, right? Yeah. How's work going? Everything like that. The first thing that popped in my head was that I fucking hate my job. And... So, whenever I went into work on Monday, I worked about a half day, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I messaged my manager, hey, do you have a moment to talk? And he took a meeting with me real quick. I told him, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be leaving the firm. He's like, this is what I kind of thought the conversation was, was going to be, and I didn't want that to be, but... Uh, Ended up telling him, you know, hey, I, I probably would never leave Robinhood if it weren't that I was in the same position for two years there in the same position two years at the firm I was with prior. You know, four years into your career, you get a college degree. You wanted to move up. Yeah. yeah. So explain that to us because we're lowly public service and yeah. go we're gover government workers. Yeah. So we're low on the total. It, it takes years and experience for us to move up yes well in, in the corporate world you got a lot of bureaucracy 
Um, you gotta suck the right dicks, basically. Hmm. Um, yeah. Stroke Another the right, right egos. Yeah. Yeah. Government work can be like that. It, it kind of well. is. Yes. Yeah. I think it's everywhere. It's just a. It's that's a general norm. Is you gotta. As suck far as dick. the state of Illinois, they've changed that quite a bit to where it's like you have to be kind of bona fide and compile a, a resume and get some experience. You can't just be any Tom, Dick, or Harry and just be like, oh, well, my cousin's so and so or my uncle's so and so. So, right. oh, okay, well, now you're you got you got this promotion or whatever. Which I'm sure in some cases it could be like that. Oh, I'm sure. It but still I happens. I like to think that. With the way that the system works now, they've tried to eliminate that quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a tough thing for companies, governments, employers in general to to handle. Um, but I was I always felt that I'm very intelligent with the topics that I had to talk about and which you are. I mean, every time we have some kind of discussion about any kind of entrepreneurship, it's you always hit home run with it. And I mean, one it's... thing that I will say about you and what I've always thought about you, since we've been children, I've always wanted like more for you. Like I've always been like, whatever Dallas says he's going to do, he's going to do it. Like whether it's go to the moon or, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Whatever he wants to start his own business, whatever. And I believe in you. I appreciate and that. And that's just... You get to a point in your life, too, where you're like, I got enough shit going right for me. I want everything for my friends Yeah, as well. I want them to have exactly what they want. Right. And I feel like you guys are obviously my two best friends, but the two that I think, I hope you guys get everything, and I believe in you guys. Likewise. So. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's never been hard for me to sit here and be like, Dallas is bullshit and whatever i don't fucking believe him he should have stayed at robin hood he should have done this should have done that and kind of the way that you explained things was in that business it's pretty regular to move around anyways if you don't start moving or doing whatever right away it's kind of like well i'm gonna go from here to here and then from there to there and then eventually i'm gonna find my landing spot and it's just gonna be seamless and feel right whatever yeah 100 percent. i mean that's I mean, company hopping is is not uncommon in that industry at all. It, no. Um, Whereas it's the exact opposite for us. Like once you get in, you got a pension. You're yeah, that's, a state worker, a city worker. You establish like, yourself you there. That's a different stay sector. Because, yeah. Because it's like the longer you stay, the better off you're going to be. I think. Yeah, yes. I mean, whenever you got a pension and everything, yeah. that's for sure how it for goes. For sure, it's longevity. Right. Yeah. Stay. Um, get it. But let me throw. Let me, let me tell you this situation that happened with me while working at Robinhood. Um, I applied for a, uh, basically an operations role within retirements before we launched it. And HR reached out to me and told me that I didn't have the uh, credentials to apply for that role. I wasn't at the appropriate level to where I could apply for it. I would be jumping two levels and I had to go one at a time. So they wanted you to climb up the ladder. Yeah. and That's dumb. Yeah, it, it really pissed me off. And what you're going to tell us next is that you probably know somebody who knows somebody that slid right into that. No, room. actually, I don't. I didn't know the people who got those roles before uh, or after the fact. They had moved from different companies themselves. But um, I, it was retirements, right? We had just launched retirements, and they ended up making me and 
three others retirement subject matter experts within customer service. And so I was driving with that. I loved, loved it because I love talking about retirement accounts. However, there comes about an issue with a customer and the, uh, I guess you could call them a director of retirements basically, reached out in our Slack channel and said, can anybody help this customer out? Um, can somebody call them, figure out what exactly they're trying to do here because uh, it's just a mess. So I call the customer, try to figure out what he's trying to actually accomplish. Okay, got that all figured out. I go back to the director. I say, here's the conversation we had. This is how you fix it. And he was like, I need to mull that over, go over it with operations, see if we can actually do that. Comes back to me, same day. He's like, you're right. That's exactly what we're going to do. That's exactly what we have to do. Take took them like four or five hours to figure out what they needed to do. And I had figured out the issue and the solution in, I don't know, 45 seconds. But that's what that's one of the things that was really the, the downward trend of my career there. That's so sad that they, they look at it like yeah, you have to climb the ladder to actually get in the bigger spots. It's crazy. Like the... They don't ideas know anything about that you, you. Ideas that you come up with and the logic that you have gets thrown out the window. Yeah. That's, that sounds like government work. Because you had less than, what, five years of experience. They're going to say, oh, well, yeah, we don't, we don't need to listen. If Robin Hood hasn't been around for that long. They've, yeah, they've only been around for like three. It wasn't the years of experience or anything like that. I could, my manager put in a good word for me and everything like that. But the big thing was that I just couldn't jump two levels. Crazy. It's just not in there. Uh, Such yeah. a young company, it's, though. Like, which, why, why? Why wouldn't not? they let yeah. you jump two levels? I, I told my manager. I said, "Hey, should. give me a test. Do whatever you got to do. I'll take additional licensing if I have to. I don't really care. I can do this, and I can prove that I can do this." And you, you said that in your interview. I'm guessing, right? I didn't even get an interview. Didn't even give you an interview. No, that, I would leave too, man. That, a, HR just that, straight up slacked me. Said, "Hey, that would leave a sour taste in yeah. my mouth as well." Call me, swallow me, drip down the side of me. I mean, hell, <laughs> get me out of there. That's not very, it's not very Punani Dasani. No, it's really not. Uh-uh. Anything that's was, like Punani pond water. It was, it was upsetting. <laughs> pond water. <laughs> for sure. Um, I want to circle back on something a little bit more positive. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back. Your state of the Cowboys. Okay. Because yeah. we, we, get, we went back on the, yeah. oh, hell, the we Kirk talked. Cousins, Dak. Uh, yeah. We didn't even talk about Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this will be the best defense the Cowboys have had in a long time. Um, added where we needed. I think we pretty much only drafted, other than one tight end, I'm pretty sure we only drafted defensive players. Um, the run is the biggest issue with the Cowboys, and playing the Eagles twice a year, the best run team in the league. Shit, they're really fucking good. It's kind of a problem. Big yeah. problem. And... I think they're the hurdle for sure. I think we can steal a game from them. I think we can outscore them. Producer, is the Vikings playing the Cowboys at all this year? I don't think they are. No. And I'm glad. Yeah. Are they <laughs> playing the Eagles at all this year as well? That I don't know. I haven't looked at the Eagles schedule or the Vikings. Vikings are not a 12-win team again you, this year. You might be because we play the Lions, which was the second-best team in the division of the NFC North which makes me think that the Eagles being in the NFC East as well will play an NFC North team 
to their ranking, which would be the Vikings at the one seed in the division. I'll play the Eagles. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, you did last be, year, though, too, didn't you? It's going to be high scoring, yeah. I think it's going to be a good Vikings Week two, too. they play the Eagles. Yeah. The Vikings got something to prove this year. Yeah, for last sure. Last year, they, were, they weren't really that good, but they somehow managed to win 12 games. It didn't games. seem like a 12-win team. No. Well, the biggest, the craziest thing that I saw all season was the point differential for the Vikings. After yeah. they lost to yeah, the Cowboys, narrow. they were negative. Yeah, narrow. Yeah. It was the, wild. Every game was won by three to six points, basically. And especially how they, they came back against the Colts. I just yeah. that was crazy. Biggest NFL comeback in history. Don't even understand. Yeah, so what's the run game look like for the Cowboys this year? Tony Pollard? Yeah, RB1. Uh, for sure. RB1. What do we got? And, and Deuce Vaughn. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched the Big 12 championship, but I really, really twiddled my thumbs about going. Didn't end up going, but we ended up watching it at a bar. Uh, some friends and I down there. Was that TCU and... TCU and uh, K-State? Tucky? Okay, yeah, yeah. K-State was really good last year, yeah. too. Yeah, and we drafted Deuce Vaughn from K-State. K-State. Yeah. Um, Crazy Jacardier Wright was playing behind him, a St. Teresa product. Oh, really? Was playing behind Deuce Vaughn. Huh. And that guy was went, ridiculous. Went, these guys. went to SIU, or no, no, sorry. I want to say it was Missouri State and had a breakout year. Had like two or three touchdowns against Arkansas. Because, you know, like those little schools, those Division One AA schools will play like one or two of the, like the, big programs a year because that like funds the entire program i want to say he had like two or three touchdowns against arkansas and arkansas was no slouches yeah the razorbacks were good and he would he put up some like ridiculous numbers at saint Teresa. well deuce vaughn ran all over tcu so i hope he can help out the cowboys there at rb2 but he's got some competition still tony Um, pollard looked like he could do no wrong at certain points last year. Yeah, I just so, wish he so didn't Pollard's get the RB1 then. Oh, 100%. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah. he kind of was last year too. Which Yeah. yeah. I mean, but now he's going to be getting the goal line touches and the and and you know, one yeah. through three downs uh, or one one in first and second down for sure. Um which I think he'll do good cuz he's had a lot of spotlight throughout his career. I mean, he's one of the most and efficient running backs in the league. He's he is. a little threat guy too. Yeah. Averages like guy. four and a half yards a carry. You would never and think. It makes that helmet look right too. Oh hell yeah! Those those weird like double bar new whatever the hell those uh, helmets are, they look right. I'm glad on certain guys. Dallas didn't waste another year on Zeke. I really am glad. Dude, um, he's, I mean he's on his the down slope of his production years, like Dalvin. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going earlier. Is you know he had a hundred million dollar contract, and yeah. now you like now you got those guys Dalvin. Kareem, Zeke, Miles Gaskin, a uh, couple other guys, RB1 guys that are free agents. Mm-hmm. And I'm be spent in the NFL. Right. But not there, I don't think. I think it's going to be all, going all quarterback now Yeah, in offensive line. But, I mean, you, you, you can have anybody run behind a good offensive line. Yeah, for uh, sure. But Jonathan Taylor fell off last year. Tristan and I were talking about this. Do you think he gets paid whenever his rookie contract's up? I don't know. I don't. I don't. He know. better play good two, this year. Two down years, pro- and I say no. Yeah. So this year is. This is a make it break it for him this year. Yeah. But I mean, he was the best running back in the league two years ago. Which I wish they would do more incentives, like for these players. Like if you do this, 
you know, we'll give you a little bit more. And if you do this, we'll I give you even more. With the older guys being incentive-based contracts, they're going to give them a baseline of whatever, which is still going to be ridiculous. It will. Yeah. I think and it'd then make it, give them incentive-based bonuses. It would make it more fun to watch. If, if these guys actually have something to play for, I think it would be a lot more fun to watch these, these major league. Yeah, Dax whatever. needs to be playoff wins. That's his. That needs to be. He his does need some playoff wins. Yes. I mean, I'll but take I, this to the grave. Uh, Cowboys fans crucified Amari Cooper for saying that Dak is the Black Kirk Cousins. Yeah, but it's pretty it's true. Very true. It still holds true. After at that least he can win year, on a Monday night, though. After that first <laughs> yeah. year or primetime period. True. Yeah. After that first year of Kirk, I was like, all right, this month we're, I'm done. Now. This year is the first year since then where I'm like, I'm sipping the Kirk Cousins Kool-Aid. Dude, yeah. Michigan State, Kirk Cousins was the man, dude. Yeah. I knew he so you're saying out. the same thing about Dak. And it's possible. We can have both. I think Dak, could, he could have a good year. He had a good hell of a start, but then he had that injury. and Yeah. Yeah, he's getting a little older, getting, getting more injuries. And I still don't think he's the uh, best decision maker out there. Well, no. He forces a lot of passes. Uh, I mean, I've had season tickets for the last two years, so I've been to every home game the last so two years. So you've seen it live. I've seen, seen it live. It and you see the little things that the TV doesn't catch. Right, yeah. and he just doesn't look at anything but his first read if he's flustered. Who's Which, that tight end that they drafted? Um, I want to say it's somebody legitimate. Not like a huge name, but somebody that's like, okay, He's going to be better than Dalton Schultz. Might have to have well, the, the producer look that one up. Yeah, I might have to. I can't remember Cowboys where Cowboys tight end draft pick. I can't remember where he Dalton he Schultz is from. a which, he's a solid tight end. Yeah, but he's a, Did he's you like, see his contract? I thought he was going to fall off last year without Dak, but he yeah. did pretty good. Did he go somewhere else or something? Yeah. Oh, he did oh, go somewhere else. We, we didn't re-sign him. He went to Houston on a one-year $8 million contract, which shocked <laughs> the hell out of me. I thought for sure he could lock in a three, four-year contract, you know, $30 million or whatever, but... Producer? Michigan's tight end, Luke Shoemaker. Yep. Oh, yeah. Shoemaker. Second round, right? Second round. Yeah. 50th overall pick. Okay. I, mean, I hate University uh, of Michigan. Uh, As you wear a Michigan State shirt. Yes. A tight crazy. end so. in the second round. Gotta be a guy. He's You think gotta so? Gotta be a guy. You think so? They were talking about that other guy that went at the end of the first round. I can't remember... His name, but they were talking. They were comparing him to Jason Witten. I was thinking hmm. Michael Mayer. Was yeah, Michael go. Mayer. That's Notre Dame guy. Yeah, go Irish. Yeah, uh, I was thinking that Michael Mayer was going there. Yeah, in the first round before the Vikings traded for Hawkinson, which he's a he's a tier two, tier one, French tier one tight end type guy. One hundred percent. I was thinking that they were going to draft Michael Mayer, and that would have been. Sweet. Yeah. Vikings, for whatever reason, have always drafted Notre Dame guys. Harrison Smith, Kyle Rudolph. And they've always been stellar. I mean, they've they've made some good choices on the Notre Dame guys, I think. Yeah. Yes. Notre Dame always has some good players. I mean, Harrison Smith, he's still a top safety in the league. Yeah. Still. Do you guys see how many uh, Green Bay Packers are now New York Jets? Really? It was yeah, like oh, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like thirteen. Yeah, the people that had signed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like Adrian Amos is a big name. Alan Lazard and Rogers. Alan Lazard, yeah. But those. But are it the, was all because of Rogers. Rogers. Yeah, I mean yeah. there there's some offensive linemen and everything that went over there. 
As much people give Aaron Rodgers shit, I I actually love the dude. I don't mm-hmm. mind him because of listening to Pat McAfee. Like, yeah, right, he's it's, just, it's he's made a good him guy. so neutral to me and me being a, a North guy. Like everybody hates Bears fans for, love to hate Aaron Rodgers. Oh, why wouldn't they? I mean, Karen Rodgers, all those stupid tired nicknames and slander, all that stuff. Whatever. Screw them. The Bears. I mean, they have to be the who most is your annoying fans around here because it's like. Dude, the Bears suck. Who's your best quarterback the Bears ever had? What, Mitch Trubisky? Come Jay on. Cutler. Jim McMahon here. from 1985, whenever they won. <laughs> Jay Cutler. I remember the guy, Jay Cutler. And he sucked then. Yeah. Sheesh. They don't know how to draft a quarterback. They don't. Uh, and I they mean, can they do pass. a defense, though. They still believe yeah, in Lord. fields. They still believe in fields. I think fields yeah. is good. He's, he's yeah, good. He's, he's, a, he's, a he's good the college. best quarterback he's a, they've had. Yeah, he's a good college running back for sure. Yeah. He's a good guy. Uh, I, I really think he'll carry that team. I mean, I think he's a great. He said good mid quarterback. <sighs> Emphasis on the mid. I think, yeah. He's I a, mean, he's he, no Lamar Jackson. That's when he's learned how to throw the ball. Not even close. Yeah, so does Lamar still, though. Well, Lamar can but throw it better than Justin, I think. Nine times out of ten, I'm going to pick watching Lamar Jackson over watching Justin Fields. Yes. I actually heard, uh, I read something that Justin Fields went to this training camp. Yeah, they all do. Right. But the the guy's apparently like a QB wizard. And they all are that run these training camps. But he says that Justin Fields is the best natural thrower out of anybody he's ever seen. Hmm. Well, he hasn't had many people to throw the ball to. All he yeah, has I is mean, Darnell Mooney. I mean, that's it. last nope. year. DJ Moore. Well, no. he had Cole Komet. No. He was kind of hitting. Cole Komet's going to... Well, last year, still he didn't have much. He's still going to break out. Notre Dame got to go Irish. But this year, he's he's got more. DJ Moore now. I think yeah. I think he'll turn it up a bit. I mean, Darnell Mooney's not a number one anywhere. Let's no. Be, let's be but real. He's almost not a number two anywhere. Yeah. But let's be he really real. He fell off last year. Let's be real. He, uh, The Bears had the cap space to spend for Justin Fields. And they created that. They yes. did the full rebuild that we'll see it in a few years. If it, the Vikings' plan goes horribly or goes amazingly, they're doing like the most mild re, "quote unquote" rebuild that I think I've ever seen a NFL team do. I think because, they were pretty aggressive because they don't have any. They don't have any like big guys on defense, but they still have Madison, who's going to be a great lead back. Jefferson, who's going to need to be paid but still be a, a dog. And that uh, Jordan Addison, yep. who's going to be good. The rookie. And Hawkinson, yeah. not to be discounted. KJ, KJ Osborne, uh, breakout year incoming as well. So, no. He's going to be the three guy. I think he's going to be – it's going to be both. So, I wanted to say something real quick before we got to the spill in the beer part. Cubby's Corner. That's what I like to call this segment whenever I either shit on the Cubs or talk well about the Cubs for a little bit. Cubby's Corner. Uh, Bellinger's back. He's back, baby, at first base. Yes, first base. He looks good there. Natural defender. Yes. Gold Glover. Mike Talkman has to stay in the lineup. I don't understand how he does Why it. would you get him on the lineup? But he, he's still in, so we're good he on is. that. He's, he's in today. My guy, Mash Mervis, got sent back down. I think we need to reestablish some confidence there, get him some triple-A ABs. Uh, I think he's going to be all right, and the Cubs are still bullies. 
they still fuck up the teams that are at the top of the division. They do. Doesn't matter what year it is. Doesn't matter how bad they are. Doesn't matter what teams at the top of the division. Cubs are going to take two of three. They're going to ruin the party. They're going to bring that team down a, a spot in the standings. They're, They're going to make it interesting. Yes. Which it, right now it still is interesting in the NL Central. Oh, I my mean, gosh. It's wide open. It's, it's very easily. like They took two of it. three from the Giants last week. They've taken two of three from the Pirates so far. My conflict is anybody, any Twitter followers, I came up with a tweet this past week that said, basically, fuck the Cubs. I'm done. I'm all in on the Orioles. You did. Cubs Orioles starting tomorrow. I'm not gonna miss a. I'm not gonna miss an out of those games. Who are you You rooting for? Obviously the Cubs. I'm not an idiot. Yeah, you have to. I'm not an idiot. (laughs) But if the Cubs get swept by the Orioles, won't be surprised. Orioles are so exciting to watch. They are. Love them. It's gonna be awesome. Oh, it was pretty awesome to watch. uh, The Athletics take two of three from the Rays as well. (laughs) It was. A's are back, baby. No, I'm just kidding. They're not back. A's are not back. I can't believe the White Sox are uh, second in their division now. Yeah, I mean, after a horrible April. Yeah. May's all right. Wild. June's all right. The I, I saw are not that falling today. off the bus for the White Sox. No, they're there. And, and it's it's another one of those things, like, it may seem like kind of fugazi because I'm a Cubs fan, but it's like, White Sox are on. I'll watch a White Sox game if it's on. You know what I mean? Rangers. Dallas the team this hometown year. team. Dude, Rangers are killing it right now. We, we yeah. toured the ballpark. They are the second or third best team in the league. Yeah. That, is that ballpark was insane, though, huh? Oh, my gosh. Producer loved the ballpark. I love the ballpark. I can't had, wait to catch a game there whenever we're down there. I had no bad things some to point. say about it. Oh, my gosh. It was awesome. If you guys are ever, any listeners are ever in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, make sure to tour Globe Life Field. Globe Life Field. And Cowboy Stadium, whenever. Oh yeah, both of them. It's awesome. They're God, both would crazy. Well worth their time. Tuber Cowboy Stadium. Oh, uh, so to segue into spilling the beer, we're gonna turn it over to the producer for a hot second. She's gonna read off some questions sent in from fans of the pod. Go ahead. All right. So the first one is not really a question. It's more a thought. A make it think kind of discussion yes so how is it 2023 and nobody has came up with a satisfying explanation as to why cell phones never show up in our dreams if we're using them for 12 plus hours a day have you ever had a dream where there is a cell phone mind-boggling i've not I can honestly say that. No. I, I think I've had one or two where I've received a, a weird text. But is it just like it's there and then your phone's gone? Do you respond to said text? So if we really want to get into dreaming, we'll get into the phone first. Why don't we dream about phones? Like we are phones. I have my answer. Go ahead, Dallas. I think Why? it's not natural. Like a it's lot not of, nat- Like the phone isn't natural? Yeah, or it's not like... A natural okay. piece of your being. You just, yeah. I stole yours. You stole mine, yeah. Okay, well. Isn't it interesting to think about, though? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Very interesting. I mean, a lot of, I mean, you think about the dreams that you remember, and they're like, you've been in a fight, or like, you're running for your life, and like, those are the ones I remember, at least. 
I don't remember any crazy dreams. And doesn't it seem like dreams like that where you're like running, like you're running from someone or there's like something bad is happening in your dream. Don't you feel like they last the entire night? Like oh, you yeah. can't yes. wake up from them. It starts when you go to sleep they and do. it's just like keeps going and you wake up exhausted. Or you dream about work when you dream about work and you wake up <laughs> exhausted like you never left. Yeah. And and the reason so so my I kind of go off piggyback off of you two with the it's not natural. But another reason why I don't think we dream about phones is because we think about our past a lot. Mm-hmm. And our phones, you know, are just here, you know, they're in our present. We're doing them right now. But I think a lot of us dream about our past and try to like go off of what happened and maybe tweak it a little bit. So that's why I think we don't dream about like text messages or calling people or things like that. I think we just kind of focus on our, you know, lives that happened in the past. I've got a weird uh, dream topic. Have any of you ever tried to lucid dream? No. Break that down. They happen a lot for me, but I don't try. They happen? Like where you can control what's happening in your dream? Yes. Yeah. So uh, if you consciously make an effort before you go to sleep, like if I dream, I'm going to try to control the dream. Like you can make it happen. And it's kind of crazy because like a lot of the dreams that you'll have, you feel like you can't do anything about the circumstances you're under. However... If you go to bed knowing that you can, you will be able to control the dream. Like, you, I mean, everybody's been in the dream where you're, like, in a fight and, like, you feel like your punches are doing nothing, right? Like, you, oh, yeah. you've punched somebody and, like, you got noodle arms. Yeah. And that's what it feels like. Or you can't run. Like, your legs are heavy. That's why we talk in our sleep. Yeah. Because we're so pissed off. Right. <laughs> But if you if you fucking wow. figure it out, definitely me <laughs> with the, the lucid dreaming, uh, you can control those things and you can like tell yourself that clown has no penis. <laughs> Talk about somebody that talks in his sleep. <laughs> Rob. Rob, he talks in his sleep. Just last night, he taught was talking in his sleep, and I love to talk back to him. <laughs> That's I love the most fun thing, isn't it? To get him. To continue to tell me what he's talking about. Yep. So that's fun. <laughs> yeah. I've uh, I've shared a bed with Rob a time or two, and he definitely talks in his sleep. <laughs> I've never shared a bed with Rob. That's, that's unfortunate for you. That's completely, <laughs> that's completely <laughs> false. <laughs> for sure. All right. Back to Spill the Beer. So the last question that we're going to ask today that came in is, we'll go around. Would you rather fight a horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? So one duck that's the size of a horse or 100 ducks. (laughs) 100 horses horses that are the size of a duck. That is hilarious. Just like... Closing my eyes and personifying it. <laughs> Visually. I guess I'm going to go. Prefer? I'm going. I'm going a horse sized duck. Mm, Do damn. I get a weapon? Damn, no, brother. No. no. Yeah, I guess. You got to snap going, its I'm, neck. I'm sticking with it <laughs> because you got to get in there. You just got to get in there. That's a one big duck, but doesn't have any arms. 
I'm kicking them little duck shins or whatever the hell they are. <laughs> and I'm, I'm wrapping that baby up in a headlock. But it's over with. Before you go, Kyle, um, <laughs> I've got a follow-up question. It's another would you rather. We used to do these in my fraternity is like uh, – get to know the the new pledges and whatnot you would have to add like you would have to interview brothers and a lot of them would come up with these wild fucking questions and so i've got another follow-up but kyle you go ahead with yours so mine is is the hundred uh duck sized horses. horses yeah yeah because i would punt them bitches man yeah that's what i would do both are going to be exhausting but what if a hun- they're all 100 coming at you at once oh i'll get it's em. not they're one by one you. i'll get them they're Trust mobbing me. you i'll get them stomping Huffing. But if they're Canadian Rearing. geese, if those are Canadian geese-sized ducks or whatever, uh-huh. I'm screwed. So, ducks kind of ducks and geese kind of terrify me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and like so, this is really gonna like this yeah, is fuck with something. you. I'm I'm fucking taking the the hundred duck-sized horses, and I'm I'm booting them bitches too. <laughs> I feel like horses might may be more resilient than ducks, though. Yeah, for sure. But like, I don't know. Man, those beaks—they're hard as a rock, and they are—I mean, that thing is bigger than you. It's two thousand pounds, basically, right? It's literally one ton of yeah. duck. <laughs> That's ten hands. Well, why not just jump on the one duck? It's one duck. You could just jump on just its tame back, it, break it. I don't know. Like I think a, it would like be super fast. I mean, they're fast as a duck-sized duck. And it's going to be hissing and stuff. Yeah, that's terrifying. They don't hiss, they quack. They hiss at you. Oh, oh yeah. Have geese, you ever been down geese by the... Geese hiss, ducks uh, quack. Yeah, geese. <sighs> yeah. yeah. All right, so here's my follow-up question. Uh, Actually, I forgot it. Doggone <laughs> it. <laughs> don't you hate that? When yep. things are like right there in your mind. So our announcement on how we're going to team up. What's your business idea, and then we'll wrap this up. Um, so digital marketing is something I've been looking into a lot uh, and the automation of it. So using AI, you can kind of automate your posts. So there's an AI tool where you can take your TikTok videos, Kyle. You put them in there. It'll reformat them for Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and it'll automatically post them all for you. Hmm. Um, so you don't have to go into each app and do this, that, and everything. You can also schedule posts. So you can throw in like a log of videos or whatever. And whenever you guys end up doing long form video with like a 4K camera and whatnot, you can, there's an AI tool that you can use to cut that one video into a hundred. And it'll tell you the virality score, so how likely it is to go viral and why, and then it'll automatically post them for you. That's interesting. That's I crazy. like that. That's deep. Yeah, I haven't. I like. I haven't seen that shit around. Like it, it's. And how, I like will how this, it spreads it across all the platforms? How will this benefit Garage Beer Shenanigans? Well, I mean, what are you going to do to help us? This is what we've been. We've been cooking this up for a little bit. So let's tell the people, tell fans, followers, listeners. All right. So. Let's think about TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff as, you know, social media platforms. You need one thing that takes you viral. Yes. One thing. You get 150,000 views on something. Video went viral. It drives traffic. 
I mean, that's what you want, right? You need listeners. You need... You want people visiting your site. That's that's the thing. Yeah. Exactly. And so whether, you know, that takes off overnight or what have you, if that happens, then you can expand everything. You make a website. You do that in one day. You make a website. We also know there are AI tools we can use to generate designs. So we got this design off of AI, right? You take that design, you make shirts, you make hats, you take sayings from the podcast and you make that. And then you use print on demand services to sell your gear off your website so that the customers are auto fulfilled. Like you don't have to worry about getting a cricket and printing on these shirts and everything like that. You know, you could have a thousand orders in one day like on a cricket. That's going to take you how long to fulfill the order. You never know. So you've got these print on demand businesses that that's what they do. You link that up to your website, you get these things sold. And that's kind of where I see digital marketing and everything taking. And that could benefit us very well. Oh, because yeah. we're, we're looking, we're waiting, we're waiting for that yeah. moment. We, we have had a full- great episode last episode. This has been a great episode. Yeah. And to touch back on episode nine, Whenever you phoned us in, you were out in Assumption with, was it Tyler? You were with me in, in Assumption. No, it was whenever when I was with the producer. No, the producer and I were couch ridden, fresh out of surgery. Oh, I think that was the potty training one. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah that was with uh, Clint and Sorry, Clint. Kendra. Sorry, yeah. Clint and Kendra. Okay, so to update us on episode nine and the phone charger on the wall, since Dallas is back in town. He has officially... I left it in the garage. He has officially <laughs> gotten his phone charger back. Well, kind of. Yeah, yeah kind of. But he, it, we've made a note that it's... So, it's update. Back. Will he leave it behind again? I'm going to yes. go with the over on that, on yes. Nah. So, if you have any closing points, go ahead. Um, just listen. It's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun doing this. I, I really enjoy... Uh, giving you guys feedback and, and trying to help you guys out however I can with whatever new AI tools my TikTok shows me. Uh, my TikTok consists of AI side hustles and stocks. So, hmm. Which is one thing we didn't really talk about. That's okay. There's always going to be another, another one. There's yeah, always I mean, going to be another one with Dallas. I, for I sure. just booked three flights back here, so I'm sure we can. <laughs> There's always going to be a next one. We, Hell yeah. We can figure another one out for sure. Dallas, it's been awesome having you back this hour and however many minutes has flown by so easily i think we're at it's definitely we're an, hour. At an hour and five hour and ten right now something like that yeah uh, gosh so yeah. it's so easy just sitting here riffing talking i know there are some other things i wish we got to talk about but hey, well, we can, there's we always can, next we can time. talk about them yeah, off, we gotta off yeah, we gotta we gotta jot them down we gotta we gotta get it on so uh yeah. we appreciate your support all of your social media presence, every all of your ideas that you send to us, everything's awesome because without you, you're like one of the people that are like behind the scenes. It's always definitely like us two and the producer that are pushing the buttons, you know, sending the tweets, producing, so on and so forth. But it's also being able to bounce ideas off of you that makes all of this possible and has always kept pushing us and telling us that everything that we're doing is necessary and that 
just keep going, keep pushing. So we appreciate that. I'm happy to help. Now, closing points. Yeah, so my closing points, uh, definitely like to get some more followers. Uh, definitely want to try to get some more females involved. I don't want this podcast to think it's only focused on males because I want females involved as well. So if there are any you know females out there that would love to get on this pod. Followers, listeners, whoever. I, I really want to talk about more than, than sports, talk about more than, uh, you know, guy stuff. I, I really want this to be a universal podcast. So and I'm, I'm a person that really pushes everybody else's perspectives. I love listening to other people's perspectives because I like my opinion, but I also like listening to other people's opinions. Well, you can learn so much from people. For sure. You can. That's, that's what this podcast is built for is, is to learn from people's opinions, learn from both sex. So, I mean, if you enjoy hit us a, up. If you enjoy a garage beer, just fucking just be on it. Tune in. Yeah, definitely. All right. Goodbye for now.